This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Babs Gray, and is that a burrito in my purse, or am I just happy to see me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman costume must be the Borat suit of the Leather Daddy community. Ooh, God, that's a phrase. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and I assume they're called Thin Mints, because if you eat them by the sleeve, that makes you thin. (laughs) That's right. This is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Welcome to the show, everybody. Is it is it uh, cookie time? It is, right? It is cookie time. It is. Okay. It was is. It? I feel like I haven't I don't, seen them yet. I don't but... understand the schedule. I feel it feels like it it's like all it is like a leap year. Like it feels like it happens more than once a year. Yes. But so also like I have no idea what time of year it, it occurs. They just show up. It's kind yeah. of like Easter. I feel like it kind of moves around <laughs> right. based on something. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and it's a bit like the Santa Anas. Like it's a weird. Yes. It's, it's a special time when it's cookie time. It is. Exactly. It is a special time. It's wafting through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's been real rainy, so I feel like we haven't seen them. Like I at least I haven't seen them really out and about yet. And I don't know that I have. I don't have a direct Girl either. Scout in my life currently. I have. So. I see. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you. I'm good. You got a lot. I'm, I'm, that's not a complaint. Oh wow. Yeah, Tess that's is not out a here supporting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, four. I have four Girl Scouts because wow. they're two sets of sisters. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's, yeah a that's a lot. It's a lot. And then I feel bad because I have seen them out because mm. they're at Romans. So right, but I. you're like, I've already got four. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And I, I yeah. almost said to the other girl, the, the girls the other day, I almost said, I have four nieces. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm not being rude. Oh, oh, wait. Okay. How do you guys feel about this? I was at Trader Joe's yesterday and there was a kid walking around with his mom and he had like one of the, he was selling like a dollar chocolate bar in Trader Joe's. So he was like walking around with the box. He wasn't approaching anybody, but he was walking like, you know, yeah. kind of like, hey, look, Come check up this to out. Me. And I was like, smart. What are, I was like, what are you no. doing? Like, no. I mean, I, I respect the hustle. No. Yeah. <laughs> I respect the hustle, but no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm already saying no to all these snacks. I don't need to also see the eyes of a child to say no to as well. On top right. of I think of it was the like things. the guilt factor that I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I was like, I choose, I can usually see and decide like if I want to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. But I was just like yeah. everywhere, every aisle I went down, the kid was there. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, usually it's like, all right, I got you one way in one way out of the store. I can <laughs> yes. handle that. But at every aisle. Yeah. He's no. traveling. Yeah. And a Trader yes. Joe's is the size of like an average living room. Like it's so no small. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, I, and I don't, I mean, I, I forget if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like in general, I have a lot of really negative memories around being a child and being expected to hawk stuff. Like I really yes. hated it. I felt yeah. very uncomfortable doing it and I don't mm-hmm. know why we make kids do it. 
It's real crazy because we could just fund the schools. <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's not that so much money. Be like, let like, me give you a dollar for this shitty chocolate or else we could just invest in our future of our right. children. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? How much How much candy are you really selling? Like the top top salesman, maybe. A, this is even oh, high. Honestly, I up. think they're selling a lot. Yeah. yeah. My brother was a top seller. That was yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. There are the brother. kids who are really good at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then that was the other fucked up thing about having a sibling who was a top seller is like he had the hustle <laughs> and I was just standing behind him like <laughs> Yeah. See, I think it's like we need to be mirroring actual society where like if the kids have wanna hustle, they can do that. But I think like the other kids can have different Yeah, roles. it shouldn't be expected. Yeah, to. It's the expected not everyone thing. should be a salesman. Like exactly. not everyone wants to be that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm terrible at that. I'm like, you don't need this. Nightmare. Don't buy this. I know. I still hate I it. I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, like anytime you have to like hustle for tickets outside of a show or something, it's like I I really because it's like I I hate I feel like I'm bothering people and I don't I do, do like I embarrassing it. myself to a degree. <laughs> <laughs> like I always did like singing the shitty happy birthday song when I worked at the steakhouse, you know, because yeah. I, I do, do feel like it's fun to be corny sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. I do like to be outside of a show and be like free comedy headliners really funny and then like <laughs> thumbs up myself, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, no. In general, it's not fun. And we talked about it. The weird. I mean, we had we've had people write in and tell us about like is you know make yeah making sandwiches like what there are kids kids are still out there they're doing it selling stuff yeah and I mean when I was a kid like we went fucking door to door which is so unsafe yeah same (laughs) same. Are kids still going door to door? I'd be curious. Well, you know, I did have some kids come to my door like two or three years ago. And I thought this was kind of a cool aunt move. Mm -hmm. Um, I said, I don't want any candy, but here's $5. And you go buy yourself what you want at 7-Eleven. Whoa. Wait, first of all, I don't want any candy. What's going on? It was just not good. Has you just gotten up? I wanted the money to go directly to the kid. I was yeah. like, oh, I, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. You're like, you take five dollars. Like, I don't know, because that's the other thing. It's like, yeah, I where's this th- going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. I should never refuse candy again. Thank you. That's that's. A good <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I, I got a little taken aback. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? It probably wasn't candy. I think it was. Thank you. It was coupons. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. then, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's you're fair. right. I would never not. <laughs> And like, has anyone ever used that coupon book more than once? No. Maybe? Like, They're like, you're no. going to save $200. And you're just like, but then I have to go spend money at all these places I won't spend I money go at. To, yeah, these yeah. places I don't go to. You know, I'm, I am a coup- I'm a little coupon whore, though. Not a coupon whore. I guess I'm Are a coupon. You? Well, I, I think I'm... I'm the perfect gullible person for a coupon, I should say. Like, mm. you know those Val pack things that come in the mail that every yeah. time they never have one you're going to use? It's like mm-hmm. closet organizers on sale for $600. And you're just yeah, like, yeah. I'm, who's you, what, using yeah. this? But I, I look at them every time as though there's going to be something different in there that I'm going <laughs> to use every time. I guess yeah. I just need to read more. Maybe that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I just really want to read. And- I mean, you're just an optimist. I mean, I think it's the, you like the promise, the promise of a coupon. Yeah, what that could yeah. mean for you. you know. Do you guys remember I told you I was into extreme couponing? Yeah, <laughs> yep. that was a while ago. That was a. I mean, it was also like not true, but. <laughs> I mean, it was a potential hobby. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. Have I you ever? I have a follow up question, Babs. Have you ever used a coupon? Yes, I have used coupons. Okay. 
Like a hard, mm. a hard coupon. I've used a hard <laughs> coupon. Wow. I've cut out a coupon. I so Ralph's has a thing where they'll send you direct coupons and they're like things that you usually buy. Oh, that's cool. So they'll send you a thing that's like here's a free thing, and then also here's money off of things you purchase. So I'll I'll use those when they come in the mail. That's that's pretty good. much it. Yeah. Like and also, Our I have the Ralph's app. They have coupons on there. So shit, Babs. Because Ralph's is my favorite grocery store, and like you're kind of making me realize I need to get my shit together because I, for whatever like no arrested development reason, I have never Tess. changed the phone number from my mom's landline. You gotta get. What are we doing? You gotta get in on the the Ralph's points. What's happening? Okay, so I many just good points. The Cheesecake Factory loyalty club. So like <laughs> one thing at a time. I thought you were going to say you never do the lawyer. Okay, so at least you put it in there. Yeah, no, no, no. Your I'm mom's not, I mean, getting them. My mom's getting them. I think actually, I think my whole family's on it. And I think it's my brother that actually, because it would be. Okay, I think of course. It's him. There it so is. Top seller. Top seller's getting it. Top seller's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> but they do. They have some They have some good deals on there. Anyway. Shit. And Ralph's, is, I mean, their produce is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, big Ralph's. No, Ralph's, Ralph's was fun. I almost yeah. the whole the fucking shitty Whole Foods that's by me that they call a Whole Foods is not a real one. That's like half yeah. a grocery store. That was a Ralph's. I like was thinking of it the other day, and I was like, I just want to put a sign up on here that says, "I wish this was still a Ralph's." <laughs> I just I like miss it so much. <laughs> Wait, is there a bulletin board in there where you could put that up? Because that's really funny. <laughs> that's really, really should, funny. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> like i just like look at think about it just randomly i'm like mm. oh it, yeah when that changed it was awful i was like oh was no yeah. this is bad Terrible for the change. neighborhood yeah. i love a damn ralph get their shit together because like there's so many rich people living in silver lake like of all the places to have a shitty whole foods that is not it yeah, yeah. I, and people are all over it too they're in there and I just Stop. go in there once in a while because obviously, as we all know, Trader Joe's doesn't have all the shit that you actually want or need. Yep. You know, they have a you have yep. to supplement. And so it also this that Whole Foods is really funny because the people doing the samples hate their life so much. I've been in there a few times where guys oh, are like it. they're they're doing like, you know, alcoholic kombucha samples and they're and the guy they like could not be asked to like actually give it to you. It's, <laughs> it's great. Um. <laughs> anyway, I miss Ralph's. Ralph's is great. It's scrappy. For those yeah. that don't know, the Ralph's is like I. F- I feel like it's like the scrappy grocery store. Of I don't feel like it's scrappy. I feel yeah. like Bonds is scrappy. I, th- I agree, Babs. Yeah. Oh, I feel like Ralph's is much scrappier than Vons. Really? Usually. Well, the Vons near me is the scrappy Vons. So yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I've been to the Ralph's on Western and Rock and Roll Ralph's quite a bit, and they the Vons on or no, sorry, the Ralph's on on Western has a real. <laughs> There's always some <laughs> yeah, loose tits on, flying around in that Ralph's. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot yeah, going on over there. How I feel about Ralph's is it is like your like when you no funny business, no mm. Whole Foods. You can't get sushi there. Yeah, no yeah, Trader yeah. Joe's. No funny mm. business. It is a standard grocery store done perfectly. Oh, uh huh. That's how I feel about Ralph's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. All right, our guest today is Ralph. <laughs> wait, we have to plug stuff. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. yeah I was just plugs. plugging our guest, Ralph. Um, <laughs> that's all. We do have, a, if you, if this thrilled you, if this grocery store conversation thrilled you, boy, <laughs> you should come see us do comedy in person. Absolutely. <laughs> Imagine the the written material about yeah. grocery stores that we all have. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, see us full of groceries. 
<laughs> How about you come see us March 5th at 7.30 p.m. because I'm running my hour and Babs and Brandy are opening for me. Yes. Yes. The Glendale Room in fabulous Glendale, California. Tickets are on Eventbrite. Um, Super cute venue. It's surrounded by books. It's perfect place for Tester Runner album. We're going to have a, it's going to be a really fun night. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the 14th, I'm in Denver, Colorado at Sushi High. That's going to be amazing. And then March 22nd, I'm recording my album, The Thing That I'm Running. Woo! In Reno, Nevada. I've got a 7 p.m. show and a 9 p.m. show. Brandy's going to be opening for me there. It's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. And also Tess's birthday is the next day. So you're yes. legally required if you're in the area to come celebrate yeah. Tess's album and her birthday. Oh, my God, please. And I don't drink before my set, but buy me a shot after <laughs> yeah exactly absolutely <laughs> yeah that's gonna be a blast come on out to all of those things come on out um, yeah burn this podcast is my other podcast uh that i've got all of my label artists on we've had two two uh yeah two episodes our third episode will drop next week um with my third album that's coming out they've all hit number one so far which has been very exciting yes. so oh, yeah no big deal but follow burn this records uh on all the things and we have a little bit of merch up on burn this now which is very cool um and also march 17th which is saint patrick's day is also the 13th anniversary show for picture this here in los angeles um it's gonna be great uh we're, we've got some really fun um people that are gonna be on that show that we can't announce yet but hopefully Ooh, that's when you know yeah, it's yeah. good can't announce yeah. that's a big deal yeah can't announce them quite yet but it's gonna be fun to me the elysian here in la uh seven o'clock on the 17th so saint patrick's day get a little bit day drunk take a nap and then come out to my show that's a perfect day i'm gonna do yeah. that yes <laughs> uh i've got two new i've got a mic and two new shows starting this month because why the fuck not right I'm not yeah. going to tell you about the mic unless you're a comedian. You can ask me about that. But the shows are uh, start on Wednesday, March 13th. It's called Flex at the Comedy Store. Me and Ashley Ray are hosting it. And it's going to be, it's basically comics running new stuff. It's going to be super fun. 1030 at night on a Wednesday. Ha! Drink a latte. Um, and then March 27th, Larry David presents at the SIJCC. Both Wednesday night shows. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Yeah, we're yeah. pretty awesome. Not to mention, oh my God, we got something super fun for all of you and our Patreon subscribers. We are having a live Zoom party, a get shit done party where you bring the stuff that you've been putting off that you don't want to do. Let us hang out with you while you do it. Uh, we're going to go live on Zoom from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time, Thursday, March 7th. And we're going to get shit done together. We're going to give away prizes. It's going to be really fun. So... Come get your shit done with us. Patreon.com slash lady to lady. Absolutely. And now, who, who do we have today on the show? Wow. We have, a, I mean, a legend, I think is fair. Mm -hmm. Legend is absolutely true. Royalty. Yes. <laughs> yes. Royalty. Uh, winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars season eight. No big fucking deal. And they're doing an incredible tour coming up called Jimbo's Drag Circus all over North America and the world. Wow. Please welcome the incredible Jimbo. Oh, my God. So excited to have our guest. I can't believe it. We're so honored to have Jimbo on the show. Hello. 
Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me on Lady to Lady Podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Coming to us from like a theater kid's dream. Obviously, yeah. you're where you keep all of your wigs and like everything. I love it. It's I just like, can I pay you like a thousand dollars to just be inside of there for five minutes? Oh my god. Well, come to Victoria, come to Chinatown. I'll give you a tour. You don't have to pay me off. I'll, I'll even give you a snack. Wow. Oh, now that's the- <laughs> very sweet. Yeah. What, what kind of snacks you pack? Yeah, yeah. Questions about the <laughs> snack situation at Jimbo's. <laughs> um, it's limited. It may be a baby bell, an old baby bell, and uh, perhaps a squishy grape. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure what I got. Can I say? A baby bell is oh. a great snack. A baby bell. <laughs> And I like remember soda water. I remember doing a uh-huh. show one time that the green room just had this giant glass bowl full of baby bells, and I felt fancier than I think I've ever felt in my life. I was just like, "Oh my god, I I could eat all of these if I wanted." I did. I took <laughs> well, the so wax. never shit again. Yeah, <laughs> the unwrapping of the wax. You really do feel like a queen. You yeah, know? there's you a ritual yeah. to it. I feel it's true. Has like anybody making the lips? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that would make a really actually a good like Jimbo performance is like as a baby bell striptease. Like just <laughs> just a, a thought. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then two cheesy breasts. Yes. Like a- exactly. I mean they kind of there there is a a breast chiller shape to a baby bell to begin with. Yeah. I mean we were and talking earlier, Jimbo. Tour, yeah. yeah. We were talking about your baloney stunt. Yes, I love being my Casper the Baloney Ghost, throwing baloney, feeding the children, as they say. Yes. <laughs> Do you have like a baloney source, or is there? <laughs> well, I've uh, funnily enough, I've had to source baloney around the world in uh, seventeen countries last year. I'm not even sure how many of this countries this year, but um, I've had to. You know, I couldn't find baloney in Italy. I had to th- throw mortadella. But um, <laughs> extremely I'm kind of impressed that everywhere else yeah. had it though. Yeah. Wow. Everywhere else, yeah. In uh, down in Australia, it was called Fritz Smiley, and it was this like um, really big slice with a face in it, a little um, darker meat, eyes, and smile. Oh, and uh, oh man, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That kind of I know, matches the costume, cool. right? <laughs> yeah, it was it was really cool. I was so happy. They were like, yeah, we don't have any bologna, but we've got this with the face on it. I was like, what? I was like, this is the best bologna I've ever seen. I was like, I'll take it all. And then um, I like you know, to do a little test when I'm there. They, if it's being fresh shaved, I have to test the wiggle. I've got to test the throw. I have to test the slap. Mm-hmm. So um I usually have someone with me or I ask a stranger if I can slap them with my baloney and <laughs> or I'll, I'll give a little toss. And, Where did uh, you come up with that? Like it just came to you one day? Um, well, I think there's something about being a clown. You like to play with, you know, things that are mischievous and growing up, certainly like playing with food and, and doing strange things with food was something that we were taught you're not really allowed to do. So, of course... Um, I love playing with bologna. And then there's something also kind of benign about it that also mm-hmm. felt to me like as, as it's kind of a food. It's also kind of a thing, kind of a prop. 
makes a good hat, makes a, you know, bite holes in it. You've got a mask. It's a Frisbee. It's, um, you know, a piece of art if it's stick it on the wall. So it has so many different <laughs> It's uh, like a fun uses. word by itself. Like there's a secret G yeah. that you don't even know about. And you're like, what yeah. is uh-huh. happening here? I love also, it. Also, I believe Bologna is a city in Italy, which is where we get bolognese sauce. So it's very funny that you couldn't get bologna in Italy. No, that I was actually in Bologna trying to find Bologna. You're at the source. And, yeah. Turns out it doesn't actually come from Bologna. They had no idea what I was looking for. And it's called Mortadella there. Wow. wow. Well, learn something new every day. Well, so it's, not like, it's like the opposite of champagne having to come from the region. It has to come from out of the region. But it then, is. As we're talking it out, I'm like, that actually makes sense knowing what bologna is and how we pronounce it. Like, it's definitely how a person from Indiana would say bologna. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I think so, someone just looked on a map for a fancy sounding place and it's actually, you know, lips and assholes from somewhere in. <laughs> somewhere in America and they just put a European name on it. (laughs) Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last time. America, that's what we're good at. (laughs) So yeah, tell us, uh, you know, you're, you're starting your world tour so soon. Tell us about it. Are you excited? Like, you know, you're going everywhere. I love touring. I love putting on a show and I worked before getting into drag race and um, touring as a professional drag performer, I worked in theater as a set designer and a costume designer and a production designer. And um, I was able to really work behind the scenes to create a lot of awesome art and to create a spectacle and to create my own little world. And I, and at that time I always wished to be on the stage. I always wished to be the one Mm -hmm. in the story or the one performing, but I was always the one kind of behind the scenes facilitating uh, how it all looked and how it all ran. So this is this amazing full circle moment where I was able to kind of elevate and and become a professional full-time performer. And now I've been given this opportunity to kind of invite people into a whole world I'm creating. I've worked with my friend Marshall to do a really amazing set design, which incorporates another artist, Cat Dirty, who I love working with on some of my looks and some of my merchandise. So it's, um, it's going to be a really fun sort of trip into my brain where you kind of I'm I'm performing all the music and writing the music with my friend Andrew Taylor and I've designed a lot of the costumes and I'm performing in the costumes and I did the set design and so it's all a, a a very immersive Jimbo experience I'm really excited I love that it's so funny because like you 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 and Bianca Del Rio are two very different uh, drag queens as far as performance wise, but I think you guys come from, it sounds like a very similar place of like work ethic and like that kind of theater background. And it's so beautiful watching a performer that's worked so hard, be able to then take all of those skills and apply it to like your actual show, like down the line, you know, that's, it's, it's awesome. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really awesome because I, I was able to go back to my clown teacher and director, Britt Small, who founded Atomic Vaudeville, a, 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 a performance company, a performance troupe that I started with. I was able to go back to these, my friends and say, okay, I have this amazing opportunity. I'm building this show and I really want you to be involved. And I want to show the world this kind of magic we can create in our community here. And um, so that was really awesome. My, my friend Marshall, he worked. He and I worked together on sets and shows um, 
over 10 years ago together and so it was just so fun to to go back to some of these friends and collaborators and and do this together i love that too here so here in la we have like a very big clown scene but it hasn't crossed with the drag scene here at all whatsoever so it's are, are you it's i i think you're the only clown or clown drag queen that i know that has kind of come from that tradition there might be more that you yeah know, i think <laughs> Yeah, I think that there's there's definitely some people that have a clown aesthetic, but don't necessarily understand what it is to be a clown. And mm-hmm. then there's some people that are clowning that maybe don't we don't even necessarily know that they're actually clowning. It's just um, they're just you know being themselves. So I I love my clown training. I love how it kind of informed my understanding of the audience and performance. And um, and I also. I love that people resonate with clowning without even really realizing that they're watching clowning. And I don't necessarily always present as a clown, but my clown is always with me and it's always informing my understanding of performance. So um, I hope that people get more into clowning. I love clowning. I, I tell people, people are like, oh, I'm kind of curious about getting clowning. I'm like, do it. It's so good for confidence. And um, if you want to be you know, public speaking or, or just understanding that, it's not that big a deal to fail. It's actually kind of makes you stronger. And so, you know, clowning is all about that being vulnerable, taking chances, sharing all that. And and I love that. For the lay person, what, what does it mean to be a clown? What is clowning? Uh, Clowning is, is basically the essence of humanity through shared conversation through a performance of a personal truth that is um, in in immediacy, it's in the moment, and it's all about um, creating a, a feedback loop where you're kind of a conduit for your audience to experience what you're feeling. And um, so it's really about kind of sharing and listening and really being open to giving yourself over to an audience and really being in service of what they want. And it's kind of a balance between getting yourself off and serving yourself and your clown and what brings you joy and happiness and listening to what your audience is liking out of your experience and then going more in that direction and saying like, Oh, this is what you're looking for. And this is what you want and, and finding ways of playing with that. And I think, um, when you invite people in and when you let really people see you as a performer, as a person there, you, you can play really small things. You can start playing with all those subtleties in breath and in, you know, in the way that you blink or in the way that you look, all of a sudden people become super in tune with what is happening. And it creates this really magical moment where, um, what I like is the shared surprise of it where you kind of are in this moment and you're kind of experimenting and you discover something at the same time as your audience and you laugh together about the absurdity of, of that realization. So that's what I love about clowning. And there also seems to be sort of like a, like physicality is very important to it. Like it almost like transcends language sometimes. Like the language is the moment. For sure. I feel like a lot of clowning is typically done without language so that you're able to free yourself 
of the confines of words and of, of uh, people's understandings of words and transcend to the physical and the emotional and those feelings that that um are more subjective and maybe a little bit more open to um to being to being changed i think as long as you aren't putting words to what you're doing, you're able to really switch and, and try new things and, and not get too stuck in a narrative or in an idea that you're trying to present more being open to what's possible in that moment. So do you have then, cause I've, I've done a little bit of clowning and stuff. And as you just said, it, um, it is like a lot about being in the moment. So does your show have like parts where you are, maybe it is going to like change depending on what's going on or is it pretty much, you know, like, do you have your set list down or how does it work? Yeah, there's basically there's moments that are are beats that are set and repeated through, you know, through the songs, uh, you know, my songs right. that, I, that I lip sync to and perform to in the night. Those will always be set. But then there's moments that I've built in when I'm doing different characters or before and after songs where I'm doing audience interaction. I think that's a really important part of drag and of being in a drag show is that breaking of the fourth wall and that's what clowning is all about it's about breaking the fourth wall and really inviting your audience in so that's what makes it um go so well together it's is amazing it? too okay. yeah just watching you like on i was re-watching a bunch of clips from the your all-star season that you won and you get a laugh out of rue that so few other queens have got like uh, there's a psychotic level of laughter that you elicit <laughs> from her that you don't really hear right. that she gets from a lot of other people. And I think it's because she feels that danger coming off of you. It's amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah, she loves that. You know, Mamaru is watching drag pretty much every day somewhere yeah. in the world. Yeah. And she does a really good job of, of being present and um, accessible and, and there in that moment. But I felt like I really wanted to surprise her. I really wanted to to bring in some fresh energy. And I also, I kind of, I have a different entry into drag through um, improv and through theater and vaudeville theater and performance art. And that's all kind of her start as well back in, mm-hmm. in New York, coming up in the club kids and, and that kind of art, underground artist scene. So I think that, there was a similarity and sort of a kingship that she saw there in, in our roots that helped. Um, and then also she could tell, you know, I was a bit unpredictable and, and would kind of take whatever opportunity I could to be, um, you know, a little bit, whatever that, whatever that is, maybe a bit kind of naughty or a bit kind of, um, take a little risk in the moment to, to say what I was feeling or act out in some way, which was, which she ended up laughing at. Absolutely. Yeah, we went to, as a group, we went to see a taping of All Stars several seasons ago, but it was like the talent show episode. And I was really stricken seeing it that like, you, they literally, like you guys only got one take to do that shit. Like, I, 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 you know, like I think even in a lot of reality shows that are not even competition or talent shows, like they retake stuff a bunch of times. And it was like, no, you, that's your shot. You shoot it. And I think that that really translates into like why it's such a fun show to watch and like why the energy is so high and it, and, and it feels so like spontaneous and honest is like that kind of was the process. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I love that about it as well. I, I did my talent performance and, and they were like, how'd that go? 
It's like, it was perfect. It's like, okay. Okay, great. <laughs> it's like, I loved it. But um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, that's the beauty of reality TV. You're, you're kind of, you're, it's all set up for you to, you know, potentially do the best and for it to all go great. But, you know, of course we love that gritty stuff and we love when things don't always go as planned. And, and that's the beauty of live performance. And when you're able to kind of translate that on screen and, and really show the stakes of the competition and what it's like to be there in that moment, I think it, it ends up, you know, being a little bit more honest and not quite so produced or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, you know, as I think all of us can agree, like live performance, obviously you live for being in that moment and sharing with the audience, sharing those moments that you're like, this will never happen again anywhere else. Like this is something all of us in this room are experiencing that's like unique to this moment in time. And so, yeah, if you can capture any of that for a television show, that's like a miracle, I think. (laughs) I feel like anytime I'm watching, like a lot of time watching stand-up, you know, just doesn't translate as much on TV or whatever, because you just like, you just weren't there to kind of like feel right. what everyone else was feeling. The energy. Yeah. 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 It's hard. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. I just love the spectacle. Like anything, anything with spectacle, I love. Like just bring it, you know, dazzle people. Like wh- what else? What else are we here for? Absolutely. Yeah. What else do you want? <laughs> razzle ra- give them the razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it ever hard, like when you're shooting this show and like you'd have like a, a bit that you were trying to do like with the other girls or something and you'd be like no go go with go with me on this because you're you're like you, you are yourself on the show but I can tell there's always like you are looking for those clowning opportunities like in the moment totally yeah yeah I think yeah I I was always kind of pushing and trying to you know it's definitely on Canada's Drag Race you know I was you know I'd be acting out or or just trying to be extra keep the energy up and mm-hmm. you know Ty and Omi would be like Chempo stop like be professional stop it sit down <laughs> stop being so crazy stop you know and I was like you know re- relax get into it have fun and I think I, I benefited because I worked on a film set before going into film so mm-hmm. I kind of went in with a certain understanding of of being on the show and and having that sense of play I, I felt a little bit more free whereas um, I heard from some of the other girls that certain when you come into Drag Race and you have this opportunity to be on TV and you fought really hard to get there, sometimes it's very it's almost serious mm-hmm. when you get there and they're try- really trying their best to present and take this opportunity, which has been offered to so few. And so there is the seriousness that can that can take over and trying to be polished and trying to to stay true to this image that you're trying to convey or or this pressure to to live up to your commute or whatever. So um, I I just went in every time trying to be silly and be myself. And I really did try to invite the other girls to like, you know, let's find a fun way to do this or let's be a little bit silly or or, you know, maybe they felt a little bit more free to be a bit silly themselves with me being a bit extra or a bit silly. So, yeah, I definitely am always looking to fuck around somehow. It's funny. <laughs> I'm like rewatching the first season of Fargo right now. And um, the Billy Bob Thornton character is just this like chaotic shark that whines throughout the whole first season. And I genuinely like 
reminds me of your drag in a certain way. Because <laughs> it's just never this... heard the Billy Bob Thornton comparison. <laughs> I have not. No Billy Bob. We share a part of a name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just reminds. He's just like this chaotic, like unmovable force that is just like the driver of so much. And like I feel like mm. watch whenever like you enter a, a season, I'm just like, all right, well, let's just see what happens around Jimbo, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. I love I love it so much. It's such a wild, insane ride to go and to be sequestered and to be yeah. there yeah. and under all that pressure and on the, under all that excitement and and then you know you you have that experience and then you kind of sit on it and wait for the world to experience it again with you and it's just so wild and so exciting and do you just it's like my favorite thing open ever. up your phone after like four weeks while you've been because you guys like can't, you guys can't have cell phones or text anybody or like or yeah that's right yeah do you just open up yeah, your phone and everyone's like where the fuck like- are you <laughs> what happened yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> All right, we uh, have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you're on TikTok, and we know that you are, odds are you've seen how products go viral and inundate your For You page. But the big question is, are those products actually as good as these strangers on the internet claim? Because (laughs) strangers on the internet have never lied. Well, we're here to tell you that in the case of Athena Razor, yes, it's as good as everyone says it is. If you've been listening to the podcast for the last few weeks, you've heard us sing the praises of Athena Club's award-winning razor kit. It is everything you need to elevate your shaving experience and only costs $10. The kit comes with an ergonomic razor handle and two razor heads, each with five blades perfectly spaced to let the hair pass with less irritation. Plus, that little magnetic hook will spark joy every time you hang your razor on it, knowing that you don't have to worry about goopy blades. And you already worry about enough. Take goopy blades off the list. You know what I mean? As if all that wasn't enough, the Athena Club razor also moisturizes as you shave thanks to its built-in avocado oil and hyaluronic acid serum. Um, I've been using my Athena Club razor for a couple of weeks now, and I can definitely tell that the blades are sharper and they do last longer than their competitors. I feel more moisturized and, um, you know, frankly, I'm, I'm a convert. I love it. Ready to upgrade your shaving experience? Switch to the best razor on the market and show your skin you care with Athena Club. Head over to athenaclub.com to try their award-winning razor and body products and get 20% off your purchase with code LADY2LADY, Lady T-O Lady at checkout. You can also find Athena Club razors at your local Target store. Trust me, you won't look back. Happy shaving. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Jimbo. Yeah. Okay, we're going to play a game and just ask you some silly questions. It's called Who, What, When, Where, Why. And we're going to bless you with one of our theme songs. <laughs> who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Why? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you need an opening act, you know, just, you know, yeah. we can. We've got about four songs that are 30 seconds each yeah. or less. So, so we can do a tight two I minutes. Love it. Keep threatening to put out a vinyl. It'll happen eventually. Uh... <laughs> I love it. Yeah, with some beehives or something. Yes. Do up girls in Little Shop? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. There we go. I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay, Jimbo, serious question. Who is the worst Canadian? Who is the worst Canadian? Oh my gosh. Who is the worst Canadian? 
who is the worst Canadian? I have no idea. <laughs> I, the kindness of Canada coming through right funny, now. <laughs> yeah, that is such a funny. I'm trying to think of a bad Canadian. Are there bad? There's got to be. Who's got? Who's the worst, nastiest, dirtiest little Canadian out there? <laughs> Um, the that's funny because yeah, we I don't I feel like we wouldn't be able to answer. We only know too the many good options. <laughs> well, yeah, Canadians. Oh, you know, know the good oh yeah, Americans. No, I meant Americans. Bad ones. Yeah, <laughs> that Toronto. We had, Scott Tom- yeah. we had Scott Thompson on recently, and another great comedian. So yeah, you know, we're we're in a good streak on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of who is the worst fucking Canadian, and and I. Don't know who it is. There were, I, there that, that Toronto I guess I'll, I'll mayor have to, was bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that what? Toronto mayor was horrible. That's the only person um, I can think of. <laughs> well, I, I could, I could drag, uh, I could drag some of my my drag race sisters. I guess some <laughs> shitty Canadians. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we love them all. Um, I have no. Do idea. Do you guys have parking tickets in Canada? Canada? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! We got parking tickets on a par- car right now. I think um, <laughs> I live in a tourist city. I live in in Victoria, BC, on west coast of Canada. So um, they love ticketing around here. So maybe okay. they're the worst Canadians. Yeah, the parking ticket writers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's pick those fuckers. <laughs> those guys. Those ticket people. They're the worst Canadians. Ugh. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's sorry. Fair. We pushed you in, you know, yeah. uh, we didn't let you know that that was going to we were going to ask that and it's a high pressure question. It is high pressure. <laughs> I am just the worst with anything to do with names, anything to do with remembering or anything to do with <laughs> anything. I'm not very good at. <laughs> oh yeah, same. So it's like if you're in a thing and someone's like, "Hey, like what shows are you watching? What books are you reading?" and I'm like, "I've never read a uh, book in my life." My brain just stops working. Exa- that's exactly I did an interview earlier. They're like, what, who is the posters you had in your room as a kid? I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't even tell you what's on my wall right now. And, but, yeah, I have a horrible memory. I'm very much living in the moment. So um, that's fair. That's, cl- yeah. that's clown. That's clown. Right. Yeah. So clown. That's clown. That's clown. <laughs> yep. <laughs> OK, next question. Um, what is your favorite thing about Joan Rivers? Ooh, my favorite thing about Joan Rivers. I loved her ability to be so funny so quickly and to have a just a way of breeding people that was just so funny. I loved her fashion review where she would just drag people <laughs> on that on that red. Yeah, carpet we're really missing that. That something. needs to come back. It was so funny. It was so funny. She was basically a drag queen and and Mm -hmm. just dragging people for their outfits. And that takes a certain kind of bravery because, you know, you you have to really put yourself out there to and then, you know, take the wrath of of doing that. But um, it is funny. There is something funny about it. Well, there's not enough fear on red carpets now, I don't think, either. Like, I think (laughs) people are too comfortable. Right. People are too comfortable. Yeah, I know. I, hopefully, I would love to do a, on a red carpet appearance as Joan and, and just drag everyone's outfits. Oh, my outfits. God. Oh, God, we should have an award show into the just universe. to have you do that. Yeah, let's put that in the universe. Let's put that in the universe. <laughs> oh, wait, I have a subset question then. And I know you just said your memory is not good, but mine either. But <laughs> are there any award show outfits that are sticking out to you, either for good or for bad, when you think of like... 
red carpet looks? When I think red carpet looks that have happened within the world, I tend to really think about the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And I love those Met Gala looks. I love all the camp. I love all the glamour. I I guess the only look that I've seen recently that I, it was not necessarily bad, but kind of funny. My friend Christian Cowan designed this big black fur ball at New York Fashion Week. Um, and the model was in a fur sphere that went pretty much down to their knees. And they had no eye holes and they walked out on the catwalk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they couldn't see where they were going, and they kind of wandered down the <laughs> runway and got lost at the end of the runway. And uh, Sam Smith was singing and performing. You can see Sam's like singing and just watching, going, "What the hell's going on?" As this poor model, this model, this big black furball, and at the end, she got she got kind of lost at the end of the runway and bumped into people and kind of fell over. <laughs> it was so funny and so chaotic. So. Um, and just so funny. And and Christian Cowan has such a great sense of humor. And I think Heidi Klum later wore that ball dress and did some modeling in it. So, um, yeah, I thought that was a really, really funny moment. That's great. That is hilarious. I love that. The yeah. first red carpet look that comes to my mind, I think this is just like me being a millennial as fuck, is J-Lo's green Oh, the one that dress. Google Images was invented for? <laughs> Wait, what? Google Images was invented <laughs> Because so many people were looking for a picture of her in that dress. Oh, my God. Wow. That's wow. amazing. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And then yeah. I remember when Trey well, Parker. thank you, J-Lo. Well, yeah, yeah. When Trey Parker and Matt Stone, wore, like, one of them wore that to, I don't know, some award thing, too. And the other was, was Gwyneth. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just they such a classic. They wore the Oscars together for. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. classic. That's that. Well, I said th- that's like, yeah, going to be, I guess, just the one that's in my head. And now I didn't know the Google Images thing. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That dress is also how I learned about boob tape. So oh. Like, how? Oh. How? Right. How did she do that? Yeah. I Define still can't gravity. get boob tape to work. It's just not, I don't fucking know. Maybe something. Yeah, nothing sticks to my boobs. That's the silicone. <laughs> just dog hair. If I could have tape made out of dog hair, I'd be set. <laughs> Do you have a little Speaking dog? Of, I have so much cat hair on this microphone cover. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so, I was surprised my cats haven't made an, an appearance. They must be wow. sleeping somewhere. Okay. It feels well, like your place has so many good hidey holes for a cat to just like yes. be inside of a mannequin or curled up on several capes. <laughs> like there's lots of little yeah. nooks and crannies. <laughs> yeah. And this is the clean side. This is the tidy side. That There's another side. On the other side, it's all chaos and costumes and drag and wigs, and and the cats love hiding around over there. Oh yeah, that's a joy. (laughs) Yeah. Right Um, before I left the house to come record, this is not a cat story; it's a dog story. My Chihuahua Garth, who's very naughty, um, I caught him breaking into the compost to eat eggshells. Oh my god! Garth, he's so crazy. Oh Garth, what an undignified! I know. Completely on. <laughs> Maybe he needs calcium. Yeah. So maybe he's calcium deficient. Yeah. What is the eggshell appeal? I think it's, it's a chihuahua. Like, you can't. It's a chihuahua. He's just like a street dog, you know. Like he's just. Like... Yeah. No, our cat. We. Got, I get it. We got a street. Yeah. Street rat. Street cat. Yeah, I have. I have a chihuahua rat, as cat. well. <laughs> and he got inside of my duvet cover the other day. I don't know. He was somehow undid a button, got inside of it, and it's like kind of like a. 
velour-ish one. So it had all this like fuzz in the inside. And now the fuzz is just stuck to his beard. He looks like Nick, he looks like Nick Nolte's mugshot. It's insane. It's truly crazy. Every time. He already felt like Nick Nolte. I didn't always. realize that until now. Oh, yeah. He's always, my dog has big Nick Nolte mugshot energy. And, um, you know, more so now than ever. <laughs> um, so cute. Okay, Jimbo. When when do you dip out? Um, I am dipping out on a cruise Ooh. in two days. Oh, Ooh, so, so where? I'll be, I'll be headed out to the Caribbean with Heidi and Closet, Candy Muse, Jessica Wilde. And um, so we're headed out in two days on this cruise. And then I come back. I've got one week after this cruise to get my last bit of act together, finish my costumes, get my tits all polished up. <laughs> and then I, I head to Detroit and then we start the tour February 29th out of Detroit. Wow. So are you going on, are you, you're performing on this cruise or is this like a, to relax before tour? I am performing okay. on this cruise and creating the um, entertainment for the people. With my sister, so <laughs> it's going to be uh, a new experience. I I haven't really done this kind of. I did a cruise uh, for the past two years, but I was just a special guest performing one night. Um, so this I was hoping was going to be a little mini boot camp before um, mm. I head into this uh, this little tour. Do you have any tips for keeping that amount of makeup on in Caribbean weather, like in? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. When I go down, I, I tend to wear less makeup when I'm down, like in the South doing drag because, um, it's kind of so sweaty. And if you do it even thicker then you kind of, it gets even sweatier. So I try to go a little bit lighter Mm. with my, with my makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not quite so thick with it. And then, um, the other tip that I have is, what the hell? What other tip? Setting spray. Yeah. Get a good setting spray. Mm. What's your That's favorite right. setting spray? I use the um, Anastasia Beverly Hills um, Golden Sparkly One Dewy Set. Mm. Okay. I like this her, is very I like good Anastasia's intel. brow pencil. I'm such a millennial that I remember when you could get your brows done by Anastasia for $20. Whoa. By Anastasia herself. Literally, I had friends who had like the name Anastasia in their phone, and they'd be like, "I gotta go get text Anastasia." Anastasia was like, "Yeah, her office was, was right, right by the Starbucks in Beverly Hills." <laughs> Good for her. She's come yeah. a long way. Wow, she come yeah. up. She sure has. Damn. Yeah. I love that. Wow. And okay, Jimbo, where are you most excited to go on tour? I am most excited to, where am I most excited to go? I always love being in big cities on the tours. They have some really awesome big energy when you're kind of in those, those, you know, show business hubs like Mm -hmm. LA and New York. Mm -hmm. It kind of feels like, um, you know, when you're, when you're dreaming as a kid and when you're kind of thinking, you know, what do I want to do? I want to have a show and I want to be a performer. And I, you know, it's, it's kind of those, those cities like Vegas and 
New York and LA that really kind of hold that magic and and that kind of symbolizes kind of like making it or or being in it at the pinnacle or you know in the where those these things originate from and sort of build so I think there's something really exciting and special about being in those places um, which have such a tradition of performance and glamour and magic and storytelling and to be there and to be performing at that level and to be, um, yeah, to be there with so many people at that level is just amazing. So I'm excited for that. Are there any cities that have surprised you on tour, like they're more glamorous than you thought they would be? Um, Well, I'm from Canada. So we have, you know, pretty limited amount of large cities here that are very spread out Mm -hmm. across. We have like Vancouver, Edmonton, um, maybe is that's a big city. I'm not quite sure. And then we go over to Toronto and then Montreal. So we kind of have like three. And so (laughs) (laughs) it's, so it's amazing going to America where there are like, I don't even know how many big cities, but it seems to be there's a big city everywhere. And when we're on the tour bus and we're traveling, it's like day after day after day. It's amazing to see the the differences between all the places from the West Coast to the East Coast and down South. And then even down South as you're traveling through Texas and, and Louisiana and all that. It's a, I just love how there's just so many different places um, in the States to go and experience and totally different little vibes and areas. So um, I think that's what I love most about this opportunity to tour in the States is really just how many awesome cities there are close to each other. I love going to Chicago. I love going to San Francisco. I love going to New Orleans. I love going to, um, yeah, so many places. It's amazing how many different places there are in the States that are so fun. I mean, I'm looking at your tour schedule. You're going to all of them, too. I mean, yeah, this yeah, is crazy. Yeah. February 29th <laughs> through the June. I mean, this is what? This is like 40, 50 cities almost. It looks like it's crazy. You're going to be busy, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be busy. And then we're, we're going to Australia in the fall. And um, the plan is to hopefully go to Europe and South America and Asia. Mm-hmm. So, um, are you going to have a wrap on your tour bus, or are you going to have one of like a like? Is it going to be like Jimbo's Drag Circus tour bus, or is it just going to be more low key? <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of like traveling low key because um, that's fair. You know, you never know what what's going to happen, and also the bus is so expensive as it is. I yeah. can't imagine how expensive it would be to, <laughs> right. to wrap it in my own thing. But I love that Spice Girls fantasy where the whole thing is, <laughs> is wrapped in my big, huge head. And, you know, I've got my tits on the front as the headlights and exactly. a big ass on the back. You know, you kind of slide out the back and you come out a poop shoot or something and yes. hit the road. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely mad. Do you do the moment like the moment where, you know, at one of your biggest venues, you walk out on stage alone and there's no one there yet and like soak it in and then like maybe throw a piece of bologna just to see what it feels like. Right. The, the test shot. Listen to the bologna <laughs> echo in the, in the auditorium. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have to do that. I think as a performer and I think any performer, um, when you're on a stage and, and when you're in that moment, it's it's. It is 
so fun to envision yourself to stand there and to go imagine if it was me imagine if i got to be the star imagine if i was able to fill this room or imagine if i had a story or the attention of all these people and and there has been so many times throughout my life where i where i've been in stages or in theaters or in places or on stages and, I, and i've dreamed and i've thought and i've wished and i've thought imagine it was me standing here imagine this was my story imagine i was able to sell this place and so um yeah it's it's so exciting and i i can't wait to have gone from doing what you're saying as, as that dreaming and wishing and hoping on a stage to actually mm -hmm. doing that for for all my fans i i can't wait oh, i'm so excited yeah, i know well definitely i mean if you guys have not seen jimbo on drag race or all stars like your, your drag is so creative it's so fun it's so smart it's sexy it's like it's just every you're just one of those like stars and like definitely check out jimbo's tour schedule and see Jimbo if you can. Aw, yes. thanks, Tess, you yeah. little sweetie. <laughs> okay, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. This is Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Jimbo. And it's time for Lady Problems. You guys have been sending to them to us, which we love. Keep sending them in. Give us a call, 3236-BUT-30, or email us, ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. I love that phone number. Thank, Thank you. you. We've, we've, we're like, we have to get something with butt in it. We tried to find yeah. all the Google voices. <laughs> Six buck 30 somewhere. It's, <laughs> it's important. <laughs> all right, here's another one of our theme songs. I need your opinion on something. So I am one of those people that loves my birthday. Um, I don't really, like, I like the week, but, like, the day of, I'm like, this is the day all about me. It's the day I entered the world, right? Um, so anyway, a couple, like, a year and a half ago, I made a new friend, and we found out last year, sorry, <laughs> we found out last year that we not only are, were born on the same exact day and year, but also at the same hospital eight hours apart from each other so like clearly we're supposed to be friends but that is my birthday and it's her birthday and we're both Aries and like we I don't want to share my birthday so I don't know what are your suggestions for like celebrating this year um last year it wasn't a problem because she had a different like an engagement whatever but this year I don't know how to do it okay thank you love you bye <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. That is so funny. I'm definitely the more the merrier kind of person. So I've shared a birthday with someone before and I thought that was magic. So I thought, oh, that's a sign, um, mm -hmm. you know, that we're supposed to be friends. I get kind of wanting to have my own thing, but I love sharing. So for me, 
another person sharing my birthday. That just means double the friends, double the fun. I I don't mind it. So, but I, that's funny. What do you guys think? Would would you would you mind sharing with your with your sissy, or would you? I, it's just I love how she's like. But that's my birthday, even though yeah. it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's your birthday, but it's her friend's birthday. It's I'm so like, I want to know your birthday because I'm an Aries who's obsessed with my birthday, and I'm like, do we have the same birthday? <laughs> Got a call because you could be like, in. newsflash, it's not even your birthday, bitch. It's my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I mean, I think that this is. I think you should look at this positively because I just mm-hmm. think that this is more opportunity for more birthday celebration. Like, yeah, yeah, sharing right. and doing your own thing. You know what I mean? I think there can be both. Yeah, yeah. I think there can I be two events both. on a day. If you guys feel like you need to each have something, like that's right. You know, like, that's a thing. I, I think what you have is a birthday enabler, and <laughs> you should fully enjoy and take advantage of that. Like. What you're already doing on your birthday, which it sounds like no notes. Great. Love that. I love it. You're making a big deal about it. Totally on board with that. But like you now can like double down and like all these delicious spoilings, you can just even justify them even more. Like Mm -hmm. massage. Right. Yeah. You're getting two massages. You're both going to get many petties. You're both going to lunch. Like all the fun things. You don't need to drag anyone else into this nonsense like it can just be the two of you <laughs> spoiling yourself so you're saying you're saying double down you're saying double down yeah. you're saying don't only share the birthday you're saying you want a sweater built for two you want a bicycle <laughs> built for two i think I see so. no need to, for you, you guys wanna... to have separate driver's licenses just combine <laughs> well yeah yeah the lady in the tramp suck one noodle together <laughs> yeah totally well, and you guys were born a whole eight hours apart. So technically, it's still your birthday for eight <laughs> hours before it's her birthday. That is very true. If she, it, Yeah, if you have to get technical with the time. Get you might... technical. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. Do an all-day birthday party where you, it's yours until, until it turns I think hers. you should get a big key with your birth date on it. And I think at the moment that she is born, you hand the key to her. And I think <laughs> then she, she, you know, at some point over the course of the next year, on the beginning of your birthday, she hands it back to you next year. And you guys have like a tradition. There you go. <laughs> yeah. A passing, a passing of the moment. <laughs> of the giant birthday key. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's so much fun, bir- obviously, as another birthday aficionado, you know this, but like, there's so much fun to be had. You're going to get a free treat at Sephora. Both go do that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Honestly, go through all the free things that you get for your birthday and then like maybe, you know, divide and conquer that list. You know, you guys can go to Denny's yeah. and get free Grand Slams together. That's yeah, that exciting. was a really fun day going to get all the free stuff together. Yeah, one time I went to a Denny's with uh, a gal whose birthday was the day after mine. Babs was here, was there. I was there, <laughs> and I she was this. she was. I was excited because we were there on my birthday, and I got a free grand slam. But she kept trying to argue with the manager because her birthday was the next day, and she's like, "But I'm here. T- it's I. I want mine now." And the manager was yeah. like, "Nope, you got to come tomorrow." That's not, oh, this isn't no. how birthdays work. I just ate my free pancakes yeah. in front of her. Oh, <laughs> felt great. <laughs> I mean, to me, I yeah, I guess like, yeah, I feel like, I, of course, there's some negatives here if, if you don't want to share at all. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's more opportunity here just yeah. for more fun in general. 
you know and if yeah. you really want yeah. a, br- a, a dinner or something that's just yours like i think just be specify and be like you know i want to make sure i have my own thing so like let's make sure we both do something separate as well or whatever you want to call it you know and they yeah. probably mm-hmm. get it because they're also in the same position yeah mm-hmm. and may yes. i suggest a new outfit for each dinner Yes. Oh, costume change. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, and just an opportunity to be more extra is all you've got here exactly. and I think you should run with it. Exactly. Yeah, I think as long as the gifts are separate then you're good. Yeah. If you start getting to shared gifts that could that could be difficult. That's bullshit. <laughs> that starts becoming a problem for sure. Yeah. yeah I will say that I was hanging out with my friend's kid the other day and she's like, "Yeah, my birthday is coming up. I'm having a party." She's like, "Sucks though. No presents." What? Like, cause I get, you know, like kids put that on their invite, like no presents. And she's like, it was just so honest. She's mm. like, yeah, no presents. I was like, what do you mean kids? That, oh, yeah. oh, oh, is yeah. that a thing that that's people like do? A com- yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I didn't know like, that was a thing. Yeah. No, it's, it's common because I mean, like if. Cause kids already of, have all the shit they need. They have all the shit they need. And then also like a lot of kids, like you invite the whole class. So then you're going to some kid's birthday every weekend. So you can't be buying like a bar. Yeah. Every yeah. Weekend. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It sucks. Is... No presents. <laughs> no presents. No presents allowed. <laughs> Parents this better. Gold fashion fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you guys work on your birthday? Um, yeah. depends. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, yeah. Usually. I I put on a show or a party usually. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take it off. Like, if I if party. I I'll I'll probably take it off if I like day job but i might do my own stuff or something yeah it's like fun to do an event i usually i like also like Mm -hmm. to use it as like a reset with stuff too so to me Mm -hmm. like there is something nice about spending at least some part of the day just like cleaning something out or like just like kind of doing some sort of just like all right and that was from last year like just gone or right like that's kind of that's kind of nice for me at least like a new year's day kind of vibe yeah exactly and it's like my birthday is in march it's springtime it's just very like yeah, it feels spring like spring cleaning. Yeah, spring cleaning. It just feels like all right, cool. It's just like anything that like from New Year's that like I want to reset that I like kind of didn't. That's like when it gets to start again or something too. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's nice. Any anything that can feel like a reset, I got several of them built into the year. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to. <laughs> yeah, false starts. Yeah, fresh start. Fresh start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't count. It didn't count. Here we are. This is the real one. <laughs> uh well yeah i think you're fine you got this have fun yeah uh let us i mean if you want to let us know when you were born so we know if tess is on the same day i'd be fascinated yeah email us because i'm very curious to know yeah we'd love to know and and also just side note we haven't done this before but i think we are going to put up a wish list for us which we've never done because like fuck it if anybody wants to send us birthday presents you can see what's on there yeah absolutely (laughs) the lady to lady wish list Sent from lady to lady. Yeah. <laughs> Let's use that P.O. box, baby. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Which I haven't. Oh, my God. I, I should say it now, finally. I keep meaning to take a picture of it, but I wanted to shout out to our listener, Jared, who sent me a uh, can opener. Because <laughs> I, compl- I was complaining. I was complaining. I was complaining. Yeah. Because I kept going. Every time I saw one in the store, I was like, I'm not paying this much money for a can opener. And so he sent me a great mm. one. So thank you, Jared. I appreciate you. <laughs> I know we did got the did the prices of can opener skyrocket during the pandemic. They're they're just like yeah, probably to get your canned goods. I don't know, but it was it was always mm. like over 
fifteen dollars, and I was like, I'm not. I'm just not. Who's buying? Who's spending that? I don't wow. know. It was Maybe a I mental just block. Use your teeth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, speaking of not wanting to spend be. money on stuff, can I pull <laughs> you guys slash brainstorm here? I have a question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Oregon on Friday for a show. I'm taking a velo there, which means that I would have to pay if I want to have a carry on. Mm-hmm. Can I get away with just a backpack for a one night trip? Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, you're yeah. asking you. <laughs> this is. Not- I mean. I mean. I- <laughs> I can. I don't know about you. (laughs) Yeah. Like my normal weekend packing is like the big boy. Right. Mm. Mm. But I'm just flying in and wear all your clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Just wear what you're going to wear them all. Yeah. Just go in, wear everything. Yeah. Layer it up. Okay. Okay. And then take it off as soon as I get off. (laughs) That'd be so funny if she's just like (laughs) marshmallow walking down. I also, when I fly and like I have like the personal backpack rule, I like hang a lot of stuff on the outside of my backpack like an asshole because I like them to know that I know they're bullshit. These like, are the tips I need. Yeah, I hang a lot of stuff. It's just a jingle jangling Very mess. Very hobo style. Yes, absolutely. But pack. I will not give them $40. What am I going to do? Give no. them more money? No. Principle. This Principle overall. $60 for me to bring a carry on. Oh, my flight was yourself. like free. Like yeah, for whatever. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, you can do it. You can do it. I faith. Yeah, you can do it. Okay. You can do it. You can wait. Right, I believe guys. you now. All right, cool. Because okay. my husband does not. He was like, what? He was like, you? I mean, I definitely want to see it in action. Okay. But okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need to see photos of like how you do this. I believe in you. So. Yeah. I think you can. How many suitcases do you travel with, Jimbo? Like, what is the packing routine for like this tour oh going to look God. like? <laughs> I travel with so many suitcases. I usually travel with my partner. Sometimes nine is the, you know, depending on what I'm doing and how long I'm out there, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll each have four and sometimes one on top and then two small ones, two backpacks oh and God. two fanny packs. So sometimes it goes up to 13 bags, depending on how many different little bags and backpacks and shit we've got. But um, the minimum, I need one one for my um, makeup and hair, one for being a boy and one with tits and ass, which I usually put um, in my carry-on because it's so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and... So I try to cheat that way and just jam my tits and ass in my in my carry on. But it's always funny because they when it goes through the TSA, they have to always look and the scanner goes through and you literally see like a butt and boobs on, (laughs) and they're like, "What is in here?" (laughs) Like, "Oh, that's my, that's just my body." And they're like, "What? We're gonna have to swap that." Swap away, baby. This woman, she was. Yeah, this woman opened it up and it was my my butt pads, which is a silicone butt, and it has it does actually have like a a fake vagina on it. But <laughs> the um, the woman the woman was kind of going through the suitcase and she was like, "I have to swab this," and I was like, "Well, remember um, back to front," and she was like, "Actually, hun, it's front to back." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. I'm new at this. I'm new at this. You just gave your fake butt a UTI. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm new to this. I'm new to this. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's interesting because, like, as someone who who just has tits and ass on my person, I didn't think about having to travel with it, you know, extra. So. Mm-hmm. That is that's a bonus. That's yeah. a bonus. Yeah. I'm carrying this. Le- yeah. I'm not paying extra for to bring this ass on the plane. 
Well, Jimbo, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's so fun to hear about your tour. We cannot wait to see it. Um, yeah, thank you. And it starts at the end of February. So everybody, check the dates. Definitely going to a city near you. I can guarantee it because, yeah, you're going everywhere. That's right. We're rolling through. And I'm so grateful. Thanks, Brandy, Babs, and Tess for having me on Lady to Lady. And I hope to see you guys out at one of my shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. You guys will hear us next week. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. It's your friend Monica from Wisconsin. Uh, I had a question. Has anyone ever sent you a lock of their own hair? (laughs) Hi, ladies. I was just listening to the latest episode where you were chatting about... um, men's ability to do laundry, which fair, but I do have a hot tip for any ladies who are interested in getting their man to do their laundry. Um, no brag, but I have not done my laundry in years because my partner does our laundry and the way to get him to treat your high quality garments with the proper care and handling is simply to introduce him to men's Lululemon clothing, right? Okay. Buy your man some Lululemon. Teach him how important it is to wash that Lululemon with care and to air dry it. And before you know it, he will be doing your laundry. That's all I have to say. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. <laughs>